Yo, what is going on, Cover 7 family? Welcome back to another episode here on the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast. And guys, in today's episode, I'm super excited to announce, not only because he's a TCU Horn Frog, but it's definitely one of the main reasons. But today I'm joined by former three-star defensive lineman and current TCU defensive lineman, Paul Oye Whaley. And I'm so sorry if I butchered that. I'm telling you, I'm bad at pronouncing names half the time. But Paul, thank you for coming on today, my guy. And I'm super excited to have you on. Thanks for having me. Hey, absolutely, absolutely. Now, Paul, before we do start talking, you know, about you ultimately deciding to come down to Fort Worth and play, you know, under Coach Dykes and, you know, your high school and everything like that, you know, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you're from, why you got into football, how you got into football, you know, some of the little details that we may not know about you. Okay, so I'm originally from Nigeria. My, uh, me and my family moved here when I was about six, and ever since then, I played football. I got into football because my older brother, he played football too. I played in middle school. And then once I got to high school, I decided to just focus on basketball. And then senior year, you know, I didn't want to have any regrets of not playing football or like not giving it a try. And I just want to see what can come out of it. So with the help of, you know, my family, the Nolans, you know, I and then my basketball coach too, I got into football, you know, the environment was great. The football coaches at Langdon Creek, they were phenomenal. Like, they're just really good people. And then they just taught me everything I knew. And, you know, good things just started happening. Hey, absolutely. And, you know, Paul, you, you know, you talked a little bit about how you originally were playing basketball and then you did go over to football. So when you did first start playing football, you know, what position did you play? Because I've had a lot of O-line guys tell me they were quarterbacks. I've had wide receivers tell me they were safeties and all this. So for you personally, Paul, you know, what was your first position that you actually played? Uh, are you talking about in high school or in middle school? Literally just whenever you started playing football. So whether that was in middle school and high school or just either one. Uh, so in middle school, I was, uh, my main position was running back and outside linebacker. Man, they had you at running back? Man, that's got to be scary for the defense. I mean, <laughs> man. All right, so, you know, Paul, you were talking a little bit about, you know, you played running back and linebacker in high school. So so what ultimately kind of made you eventually go to D-line versus, you know, kind of being a two two-way athlete, so to speak? Uh, so, so one senior year came around at that point, I was already, what, six, five, two fifty. So like, it just made more sense for me to be a defensive lineman than any other position. And, you know, just trying to get at, um, into football again after not playing for so long, it just seemed like the best position for me at the time. Hey, I got you. Absolutely. And I mean, honestly, that's, that's really good. How you were my bad. That's really how you're going to make your bread and butter, especially in college football. Cause you know, you've got great size, especially considering you're only a freshman right now in college. So definitely obviously can always put on even more size and everything, but you know, for you, Paul, too, you talked a little bit about basketball. So talk to me about kind of how you fell in love with basketball as well. Cause that kind of helps you with footwork and everything. So for you, you know, when you did play basketball, you know, what position did you play? Uh, when I play basketball, see, I like to consider myself a three, but you know, anytime a I got three, it, a three, they had you at three. I I consider myself a three, but every time I got in the um on the court, they put me at four or five. Oh, I got you, I got you. I was a paint guy. <laughs> hey, absolutely. I mean, obviously, when you're you know six foot five, two fifty, it's kind of hard not to put you down in the paint. But but so, Paul, was basketball like the first sport you actually fell in love with, or was football originally your first like the first sport you kind of fell in love with? The first sport I actually fell in love, in love with was soccer. Oh, really? Um, so, yeah, that was the first sport I ever started playing. 
hey, that's that's actually really cool. Did you play that before you did move over here to the states, or was it like when you were younger and you played soccer or anything like that? Because for me, when I was when I was about five, I played soccer too. So that's kind of the first sport I started playing. So for you, you know, playing all these different types of sports, obviously with soccer, footwork is a huge thing as well. Basketball, being able to be physical and also at the same time very, you know, on your toes and stuff. So for you, you know, what are some attributes that you took from all these different sports that helped you become, you know, the player that you are today? Um, so from soccer, when I was playing soccer, that was before I, I had moved here. So I like I played with my brother and his stepdad when I was like a little kid and everything. And I got here and in elementary, I was actually in this club and during recess, all I did was play soccer. So just being able to run around and just be agile like at a young age and just keeping that up. I think as I gained weight, you know, I never lost that, you know, that ability to just like move, if that makes sense. So yeah, absolutely. It, it just always helped out. And then in basketball, just being able to like go lateral, you know, move from side to side, very fast, change directions, all that really helped into getting into football. Hey, absolutely. I mean, definitely. And also it, build, it helps build up your stamina too, because, you know, both sports, you're constantly running pretty much the whole time. So, but um, also, Paul, for you too, I know you talked a little bit about it at the beginning of the episode, but you talked originally, you know, you're from Nigeria and, you know, they do have a really great uh, belief and everything like that, you know, obviously very strict. And, you know, so for you personally, you know, how have your beliefs kind of helped you as well? Because having such great roots and everything like that, you know, how they kind of help shape you, not only as an athlete, but as a man as well. Uh, so ultimately, my, you know, my mom is really big in the faith and just growing up in that made me really big in the faith and just anytime I have like a hard time, cause hard times always comes, you know, there's always going to be adversity and that kind of thing. And just knowing that I have the ability to just call on God whenever I need to, you know, whenever, like whenever I had my two ankle injuries, you know, just being able to just, whenever it happened, I was literally in that moment, just calling on God, you know, help me like, you know, to handle this pain that I'm dealing with. Cause you know, in the moment that thing hurt, but you know, just anytime I'm facing something like, it's just the little things like whenever I'm running sprints, whenever I'm getting tired, I just call on God, you know, give me extra strength to finish this. Let me finish this for your glory and all that kind of stuff. And just always playing for him. You know, I always feel like I'm playing at a higher pace, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. It does. And I love to hear that, that you, you know, you very are strong in faith and, you know, TCU, they definitely help implement that a lot as well. So I know I'm personally glad to hear that as I also am very strong in, in faith as well. So but, um, you know, you know, Paul, you talked a little bit about, you know, how your faith has helped you and everything like that. And obviously being able to get that extra little strength and you do need it in moments where you are facing a lot of obstacles and everything. It, you know, it helps you on and off the field, you know, whether you're going through, you know, your own your own issues off the field or on the field. So but anyway, kind of, Paul, back to look, talking a little bit more about football and athletics and everything like that. So in high school, you know, your senior year, you decided to mainly focus on football. So. When did like any like any type of colleges? When did they start to kind of come after you and like show a lot of interest in you? Um. So whenever I had, whenever I switched over to football after spring football, my um junior year, after afterwards, my coaches, you know, they set up camps for me, and then I actually got my first two offers at the HBU camp before my first game. Wow. So I'm from UNLB and HBU. So whenever that happened. You know, Ms. Nolan was there with me. She's the one who took me to the camp. And after that, we knew that, you know, this is going to be special. Good things are going to come from this. So then, you know, it's just time to focus. 
Hey, absolutely. And I want to ask you too, you talked a little bit about Miss Nolan and, and, you know, your family and everything like that, but how did they react personally when you told them that, Hey, I got a division one full ride scholarship, you know, you know, also, I mean, obviously, you know, you're going to be able to play college football, but also you're going to get a world-class education. So how did they react when you told them the news? Uh, they were ultimately proud because, you know, the thing about them is my family, like I consider them my family because they really are my family, but them and my actual family, like they're just really proud to, you know, see me succeed because that's all they ever wanted from me. They just want me good things to happen, you know, me focus. And that's all they ever wanted from me, honestly. So they were really happy to hear that. No, I love that. I'm glad that you do have such a great support system, Paul. And, uh, you know, kind of talk, kind of going back a little bit to your senior year of high school football, you know, how would you say that you personally performed? Because obviously, you you know, you did really well. You ended up getting offers from schools like Duke and Baylor, obviously TCU. But for you personally, you know, how do you feel like you performed on and off the field, you know, also in the classroom as well? Um, I felt like I did pretty good with it, but you know, with all the new attention coming in, it was a little hard to focus in the classroom and all that kind of stuff. So luckily, again, I have my family. I even had um, my basketball coach, Coach Amen, and my new basketball coach that came in, like they were there to help me. And the best part is they didn't want anything from me other than just for me to succeed. So they were there to help me, you know, through everything that was going on. But I feel like I did pretty well handling everything. No, it's good here. I love. I absolutely love to hear that. And, you know, Paul, too, obviously, you know, you know, offers started to roll in and everything like that. You're getting all these power five schools and stuff. So but for Paul, for you personally, you know, what were some things that you did to kind of keep yourself level headed and not let it get to you? Because, you know, sometimes when you start to get a lot of these big time offers from from some pretty big schools, you know, obviously Baylor, TCU, power five schools, you know, it sometimes gets to people's heads. So for you personally, Paul, what did you do to kind of keep yourself humble and, you know, just kind of act like you didn't have anything pretty much? Uh, I think the best part, um, the part about that is, you know, it's because I, there was a certain time when I didn't have anything. So just remembering that and keeping that in mind, you know, kind of helped me through everything. Cause anytime I, you know, there's times when, you know, that kind of thing does get to your head a little bit, whenever I would feel that, you know, I just resort back to, okay, there was a time when I didn't have anything. There's people who don't have anything. So that kind of humbles me up. And then plus my faith being a big part of everything, you know, it was, it was able to keep me in check yeah no absolutely I mean definitely faith is going to easily make sure because I mean biggest thing is always stay humble you know never never act like you're better than somebody else or to think you're higher than somebody else and um you know for Paul for you ultimately you know when it did come down to you deciding you know college wise you know what were some of the final schools that you had in mind I mean obviously you ended up going to the better school but for you personally you know what were some of the final schools that you had included so towards the end it came down to TCU, Duke, and Duke, Baylor, and Missouri. Okay, so, I got you. I got you. So, out of all of those, you know, just being with Ms. Nolan, creating a checklist of what I wanted going forward, you know, like proximity, um, the education, you know, obviously how good the football team is, like all that kind of stuff. It just felt like TCU was the best fit out of all of those. Hey, I got you. And I mean, I know me and all the TCU family, we're excited to have you down here, Paul. Definitely. You have a super amount of talent. And I'm definitely looking forward to see you kind of progress, you know, not only as a player, but as a person as well. And I want to ask you, Paul, too, you know, when you first did arrive on campus at TCU, you know, what were some of your first impressions? You know, what? how how were you feeling when you finally did arrive on campus? Uh, it felt good. And then I met Coach Cause and he was just different. Coach Cause know? is 
Hey, so I don't mean to interrupt you, but for all the people out there that don't know about Coach Cause, best strength coach in the whole nation, best strength coach in the whole nation. And Paul, obviously, you 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 know him better than anybody. So if you don't mind, you can talk a little bit about him as well. And also, I think you're, it's like muffled a little bit too. I mean, oh, you're good now. You're good. You're good now. My bad. I just for some reason it keeps like going in and out. But my bad. Just a little bit. You know, talk to us a little bit about kind of the impact you know Coach Cause has had on you and the team because. This is probably the most physical TCU team I've seen personally in years. Uh, the thing about Coach Cause is he's just he stresses nutrition, 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 and he just like he's so repetitive in the way he says it that you know you can't any anywhere you turn it's nutrition, you know during um training nutrition during practice nutrition before practice nutrition after practice nutrition so it's like at some point it's like okay now. I got to do nutrition. <laughs> yeah. Just created a really good culture. I think that's the best part about TCU is the culture. Like everybody truly loves one another here. And it's like, we're not playing for ourselves. We're playing for each other. And it's just, it's amazing when you see guys, you know, truly do things not for themselves, but for other people. And that's just, that's the best part, honestly, in my opinion. Hey, absolutely. I love to hear that. And I'm glad you're kind of giving us some insider info, so to speak. And, you know, Paul, also for you too, you know, kind of how, you know, who are some of the first guys that you bonded with here at TCU? Because, you know, a lot, I mean, all the guys, they're definitely some of the best guys that you'll meet in the whole country. But for you, Paul, you know, who are some of the first guys that kind of took you under 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 their wing? Uh, so as for who I um, began bonding with, it was actually the other um, freshman D-line, Mike Ibukunokeode, and the old lineman, um, Q, um, Quentin Harris. Those okay, are like... Yeah you guys but under when it comes to like take me under their wing i'd say george the um he's a d lineman here he's man he's a senior you know so he has a lot of experience but anytime like you know obviously i'm a freshman you know things move kind of fast sometimes you know but anytime that happens he's just there to you know keep me level-headed tell me what i need to do you know he kind of pulls me to the side you know corrects me and i just i love that because, and like, I feel like one thing is everybody needs a mentor, and George has definitely been that for me. Hey, I love to hear that. And, you know, you you worded it perfectly, having a mentor, especially, you know, as being a freshman, you have a lot of, you have a lot more time to be able to learn and everything like that. And having a guy like that, like George, for example, who's a senior, has plenty of experience, definitely is going to help you further better yourself as a player and off the field as well. So for Paul, you know, you know, I got to ask you to, this, this has been a really amazing first season for Coach Dykes and the Horn Frogs. It's been an amazing first season for you as well because, you know, you're a freshman going into this year. So if you don't mind, kind of talk to us a little bit about your personal experience being on the sidelines, seeing TCU with, you know, these past two weeks, two huge comeback wins, and then also the Oklahoma win, which kind of started it all. So if you don't mind, talk a little bit about your first season at TCU. Uh, I feel like my first season has been going great because I'm just – I'm seeing how – what it's like to be in a winning on a winning team you know like I've played for winning teams before but just knowing what what it takes if that makes sense and then everything they do is stress you know what we do prior to the game you know I've always been like okay game time it's time to get you know game focus but then they're telling me that you know it's what you do before the game like Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday all that matters probably more than you know, game day. So that's been something that, you know, I've been trying to focus more on, you know, not just game day, but pre preparation. Yeah, that's yeah. the best. So honestly, I feel like my season has been going great, you know, learning from coach, 
um, Coach McFarland, you know, everything he has to teach me. And he's been, you know, being being a D-line coach and having so many players, you know, to look over, I know that can be tough, but he's also taking extra time, you know, to teach me the game. Because obviously it being my fir first year, there's things and terminologies that I'm not, you know, too aware of. And he's taking the time out of his day, you know, to teach me those. He'll pull me, pull me to the side, help me by taking mental notes. And he's just been a really good factor so far and, you know, my preparation. And you, and you know what's and you know what's funny about you know you're talking about that too is that's kind of a, you know thing I've noticed a lot with TCU guys are talking about how much this new coaching staff no knocks against the old coaching staff or anything but how much this new coaching staff you know they're really about you guys like they want the absolute best for you guys and they care about y'all you know outside of football you know what I mean it's a family environment and that's something I think TCU has needed for years now and um, you know obviously it's shown on the field as well and also Paul I want to ask you a little bit too about the Oklahoma State game because that game was really where TCU put the really put TCU on the map and on the nation and let them know that the frogs are for real so for you Paul how was that personally for you being on the sideline you know that epic second half comeback so I won't lie I was a little worried in the first but definitely y'all came out and pulled it out in the second half so for you personally Paul you know how was that game for you just being able to see that electric environment at Carter Stadium um I think in my opinion the best part about that game is even though things started off kind of rocky on the sideline, the one thing they are always stressing is next play. You know, that goes back to the culture. It's about the next play. Yeah, you messed up on this. We messed up on that next play. You did good. Next play. And just going back in, um, going back for halftime and then coming back out, we just felt like a different team because during halftime, you know, it's like, yeah, we made mistakes. You know, now the score is 0-0. Zero, zero. Let's go back out there and just, you know, have fun. And that's one thing that's crazy to me is like, this whole time, most of the time, they're stressing have fun more than anything else. And I feel like that's the best part because when you're having fun, it's like you you almost can't get tired. You yeah, know? no, absolutely. Being yeah. a part of watching all of that, it's it's almost like it's almost the opposite of everything I've been taught, if that makes sense. Yeah, because you know? oh, my bad. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I just wanted to say, Paul, that, you know, a lot of times, especially y'all, you know, young men, especially going up to D1. You know, the biggest thing you're taught is it's, it's a business, right? All these TV deals, ESPN, CBS, Fox, you know, it's all about money and everything like that. But it's got to be refreshing to hear, you know, just have fun, you know, play the game and play it, you know, like you, the reason why you fell in love with it so many years ago, right? You weren't playing it for money. You weren't playing it, you know, just to, you know, make the top 25 or anything like that. You're playing it because it's something you thoroughly enjoyed. And I mean, once again, and I'm glad you keep like reiterating it and letting people know that. This TCU team, I mean, seriously, y'all are having fun. This isn't just always about, you know, okay, the world's over, y'all lose this game. It's about, you know, we'll bounce back if we do, or like you said, next play type of mentality. You know, don't give up, keep working at it. And, I mean, we saw that against K-State as well, down 28-17 to 17 at half. And, I mean, Max Duggan, who deserves a lot of credit, and this whole TCU team, I mean, defense as well, can't, you know, underappreciate them. So I'm just glad that you kind of are shining even more light to the whole fact that, you know, D1 athletes, they can also have fun with the sport, too. It's not just only about business. So, but, but Paul, I mean, seriously, man, I absolutely have enjoyed doing this interview with you. And I just have a few more questions with you before we do start to head out. And the first one I want to ask you is, is whether it's past, present, college football or NFL, what player's play style do you feel like you resemble the most and why, or just player in general? Um, 
when it comes to that, I feel like, so one of our D linemen, um, Dylan Horton, I feel, I see him as like something I can, a person I can reach towards. You know, obviously he's a senior right now and I'm a freshman, but just seeing him play the way he kind of goes about things, his demeanor, like, I feel like he kind of, I kind of resemble him in a way. And he's somebody that I like look up to. And I, you know, I don't want to say I want to be him because I always want to be, I want to be better than him, but the way he kind of leads and like what he does, like, I like that. And I kind of like want to mirror that, if that makes sense. Yeah, you want to take a lot of the things that he does and some of the techniques and everything he d- uses and use that and, and, you know, kind of mix it into your own game as well. Because obviously you want to be your own player too at the end of the day. You don't want to just be an exact replica. Now, Paul, the next question I'm going to ask you is going to be the most important question. So I'm telling you, you can't mess this one up, uh, you know, right before <laughs> game time, right before you're about to come out of the tunnel. But while you're sitting in your locker, got your headphones on, AirPods in, whatever you've got going on at the time, you know, what is your go-to pregame hype song and why? Ooh, I'd say How It Feels by Lil Baby. Okay, okay. Hey, i love to hear that. I'm glad that first, I mean, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I'm so glad you did not say Dreams and Nightmares because I've had way too many damn people say that at this point. <laughs> That's a common one. Yeah, I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. Shout out to Meek. But, I mean, man, we need some more flavors. So, obviously, can't go wrong with Lil Baby. I mean, he's been absolutely going off here lately. How do you feel about his new album? I got to ask you, how do you feel about his new album? See, the thing about that is I've not listened to his new album. Oh, come on, man. Come on. now, I can't. Yeah, I'm very big on, like, if I find a song that I like, I listen to it repetitively. Oh, That's yeah, yeah. Repetitively. But I'm going to have to check out the new album, though. Hey, I'm, hey, definitely, definitely. I'm telling you, you definitely need to. It's got some pretty good ones in it. And, you know, Paul, just one last thing before we do, you know, start to wrap things up, my guys. Is there anybody you want to shout out for getting you to where you're at today? Uh, You know, obviously God, you know, my family, the Nolans. Like, I can go on and on, you know, my coaches at Langham Creek, you know, the counselors at Langham Creek. It's crazy because you don't think the counselors, like, do a lot, but anytime I have, like, a rough day, I go to them and they just, they're there to listen and they're always checking up on me, see how I'm doing. Like, it's just funny how God has always put me in schools and situations where there's just amazing people around me, you know, so I just, I'm always grateful for that. Hey, absolutely. I love to hear that. And definitely, definitely school counselors are definitely some amazing people. And Paul, once again, you're an amazing person. And thank you again for coming on today. And, you know, for everybody out there that's listening to today's episode, Make sure to go show my guy, my guy Paul, some love. I'm going to leave all of his socials, links, everything like that. I'm going to leave it all down below in the description of today's episode. Paul, seriously, man, I'm super excited to see what you do bring to TCU. And I'm just super excited to see what your future has in store for you personally as well, on the field and off. So, Paul, once again, thank you so much for coming on. And definitely, I look forward to working with you here in the future again. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Hey, absolutely, man. Take care. You too.